0: Welcome to PlayStation Daily. I'm John Blanco, and it's a Friday. Week is come to a close. Almost to a close. Really, depending on when you're listening to this. And what a week! What a day! It's been, um... A lot going on. And uh, yesterday, first episode with a guest. How exciting is that? Uh, We had John Bassi on talking about trophies and trophy hunting. Fascinating discussion. I kind of came away from it. I have never been a a trophy guy. I, I actually love getting trophies. It's always fun when they ding, especially when you don't expect it. But after that conversation... Um, I feel more of an urge to go back to some older games and try to get platinums just for fun. I mean, I mean, I never need an excuse to go back and play an old game, but um, I feel like going back and you know checking out some trophies. Uh, he gave a, he gave away a couple of websites that um, at, you know, as after perusing them, really do not like reveal too much about the game and, and that sort of thing. Because that's what I get worried about: is am I going to get a bunch of spoilers just so I can do some trophy hunting here? But, yeah, I, I might be looking back. So that was an interesting uh, discussion that we had there. Almost got banned on social media again this week? Again? Facebook, what are you doing to me? Our Facebook page, which is uh, a few weeks old now, I guess. Maybe, uh, yeah, a few weeks old. I went to do a post, and it said that uh, your your page has been depublished. I don't even know. Depublished? All right. And... I assume it's the same reason why my first Instagram Threads account was banned, which is the name of the account is PlayStation Daily Pod. And we use the logo for this podcast. If you're using Apple, Spotify, you'll see that the logo is, you know, the PlayStation logo with a little daily on it. It's not too crazy. One day I'd like to get a real uh logo but you know that's 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 how you start these things you don't you don't go all in you kind of start slow and you build up um and that's why if you look at my threads account it's just a picture of me ironically in front of nintendo amiibos but you know my room has a lot of color in it and there were no playstation amiibos and so i was really expecting that it was gonna be banned once i you know asked for a review because the thing with facebook is they say, would you like to get a review? And I'm like, yes, but I want to like, give some information like, you know, clearly, I'm not trying to deceive somebody and just tell me what I need to do. And I'll do it. Anything that I'm doing is just an accident. And just like with threads, I was not allowed to write them. And then on Facebook, I didn't but while I went to a Facebook contact page to, to argue it, um, it actually got reviewed, and my page was republished. So for right now, Facebook, dot com slash ps daily pod is up, so that's great, fantastic. Facebook, look, I've I don't I'm not on thread, I'm not on Twitter anymore, right? Um, I'm I'm all in. I was on Instagram, Threads, Facebook. Now I'm supporting you. Stop kicking me off. All right, just stop. (laughs) Uh, Today we had the Xbox showcase, and I love showcases. I don't care what console they are. I love where you can get game announcements, and so whatever. Uh, My Xbox is now solely owned by my son. Um, It's no longer in our living room as a Blu-ray player. And um, so really, there's no realistic scenario where I'm going to play something on Xbox, like any kind of remotely long single-player game or whatever. But I'm still curious to see what's coming for a couple reasons. One, if there's something that blows me away, maybe I will be interested, maybe duck onto Game Pass for a month. Uh, But from the other side, these games could eventually come to PlayStation. We've heard a lot of rumors about Xbox going completely third party. So we'll see. And they went through one, two, three, I think five games today, five or six games today. Uh, One was a surprise, which was Visions of Mana. Not a game that was a surprise, but the fact that it was in that uh, developer digital direct, whatever they call it. And um, the other ones, um, you know, whatever uh, avowed is not not the kind of game that that I'm into. Um, But the two games I was interested in were Hellblade two and the Indiana Jones game. So the Hellblade two game is interesting because if you go back to 2020 and I can't remember, I think it was like in the spring of 2020. We saw a, a little teaser for Hellblade 2, and they said, this is the first time you are seeing a next-gen game preview. And that was legit the case. That was the first time we had seen any video or whatever of one of the next-gen systems, PS5, Xbox series. And I um, I had played Hellblade 1 on the Switch, uh, You know, not as glamorous-looking as it was, but that was my only option at the time. And I really enjoyed it. It's a great game to play with headphones. Uh, it's about like five to six hours. It, it depends. If you look up how long to beat, I think eight hours if you try to do everything. But I mean, really, I think I took like five hours. And But I really enjoyed it. Um, it's a it's a good game for what it is. It's not an open world game. It's not a platformer. I don't know what it is, actually. There's There's some combat, but it's relatively straightforward. It's more about story and experience than anything else. So Hellblade 2 was the first time we've seen footage of it, but it's been four years now. And so when they said that they were going to be showing information about Hellblade 2 in this showcase, it was like, well, this is like, I mean, we've seen it in many different showcases over time. We've seen things in the Game Awards. We've seen it constantly. So it's like there has to be a date. And they did. They did give a date of May 21st. The thing that really shocked me was um, a question that I had the whole time, which is: This game is taking a long time to build, at least four years, uh, probably more. I don't, but I don't know. And is it going to be a whole different game? Did Xbox buy uh, Team Ninja? I think they're called Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory. Did Xbox buy Ninja Theory? To make a Hellblade 2 that was deeper, maybe open world, maybe an adventure game or an RPG or something like that versus this more smaller experience, experiential game. And we actually got that answer today, surprisingly enough. And that answer is no. Uh, They actually said very quickly in the Hellblade section that they were building a short narrative. And I've seen some follow up posts basically saying that the game was going to be about as long as the first game. I'm frankly shocked. Um, a lot of the footage we saw reminded me of the first game. Um, I would guess it's going to look better than the first game, especially the Switch version. And I, I imagine they're going to expand on some of that. We, we've seen some really cool stuff. I remember the Game Awards showed some uh, really good trailer a few years back. Uh, we've seen some really good stuff. So I, I imagine it's going to be like better than Hellblade, but not necessarily bigger. Um, so it's really interesting The odd thing is, if this game really is five hours, I actually could play it (laughs) on my son's console. Probably can do it in like three sit downs while he's at school. So technically, I could play it. Um, But I was kind of surprised that they were building a game that's going to be so similarly structured as the first game. So um, that is interesting. It also makes it a perfect Game Pass game. Uh, it you know, it's not going to have tons of replayability or whatever, but I was really interested by that. The other game that I was really excited to see was Indiana Jones, uh, big Indiana Jones fan. Uh, I love the first three movies. Um, I went back and watched the fourth one for the first time a few years back. Uh, wasn't super impressed, but whatever. And I legit, as I'm recording this, I'm probably watching the new one because I realized yesterday the Dial of Destiny is on Disney Plus. So I'm going to watch it because I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it while you're listening to this. Probably I am watching it. I haven't heard great things. Uh, John Wall on his podcast, uh, Midlife SideQuest, um, said it was the best movie of the year. So it's one of those movies where maybe the the movie itself is not good, but the value of it to the viewer, the popcorn level, you know, think about like the Mario movie. It happens with a lot of things where it's critically panned, but people love watching it. So I'm going to make up my mind tomorrow, but I was really excited to see the Indiana Jones game because we haven't seen anything about that at all. And I'm walking away with two questions. First of all, watch the trailer, um, make up your own mind on it. Uh, the big surprise to me, and it's, Maybe more to me than anything. I found out that the team that made like Wolfenstein on a lot of these games is always first-person. That the game is first-person, because in my head, it was a third-person game. In fact, in my head, it's like Uncharted, but for Indiana Jones. But the team that made this, that's all they do is first-person. And it was weird, because for about 45 seconds of the um, the Xbox showcase, they were trying to justify why it was first-person. And I thought that was weird, because why are they... Why are they? Why do they have to justify it? If it makes so much sense, why would you have to justify it? If you made a platformer, you would say, well, we went with 2D. You know, uh, I, like that was weird. But here's like one thing. Who is the generation that's most likely to play the Indiana Jones game or buy the Indiana Jones game? My generation, right? Indiana Jones is not a series beloved by my kids. It's probably not beloved by 20 somethings or whatever. It's 30 somethings, 40 somethings. Those who really enjoy the movies in the 80s and 90s, right? Early 90s. Nobody watched Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and and I can't speak for Dial of Destiny, but nobody watched that movie and was like, oh, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> like it's the first few movies, is the core of this series. It's an it is a I uh I love the Indiana Jones theme and everything but i recognize it's three movies everything else young indiana jones everything nothing really worked out but those three movies are so good right so who is the generation that is going to play those games my generation let's say who are the people most likely to not be good with first person viewpoint games I would say my generation now I don't have stats to, to back that up or anything, but all of the people that I know that can handle playing first person games are older people. Not, I have never met somebody in their twenties or teens or my kids that said, Oh, I can't do first person stuff. They've grown up on it. Right. My generation didn't grow up on that. And when I was younger, I used to play first person quite a bit, but like, I don't, I don't know what it is, but like, So they are deciding that a first-person viewpoint is ideal for this game, but the game is going to be mostly of interest of old fogies, older fogies. And that's something to look at. I'm curious about that. The second thing is, and I think it's more general, uh, the Dial of Destiny lost money. It was, um, you know, I'll use air quotes here, a flop. Now, that just means money-wise. They spent a lot of money on this movie. It was a way... I think it was over budget. They spent a lot of money on this movie. And between that and the marketing, they lost... I think it was $100 million. I wonder what the developers of this game were thinking as they were doing this game. <laughs> and they see the Dial of Destiny did very poorly in the theaters. Because guess what? If you take my generation and say, hey, there's a new Indiana Jones movie, and we are not interested in watching that movie in theaters... Why do you think we're going to buy a $70 game to play it? So um, I'm really interested where in see that goes. Uh, I didn't love any. I mean, besides the first person, which basically makes it I can't play it. I wasn't in love with anything that I saw. Um, I really wanted kind of an Uncharted. Uh, someone pointed out on threads that PlayStation gamers are more likely to have wanted a third person because those are the, the blockbuster games we have. And it might be right, but I just can't really play first person. But I found it weird that it went in and out of first person because they my first reaction was, why is this first person? I want to see Indiana Jones. Then they talked about how they pull out a first person, like when he's climbing up the wall and then they go back in. And it's like, yeah, because they're like, oh, because people want to see Indiana Jones. And it's like, yeah, that's why it should be third person. I'm going to be very curious to see when reviews come out for this game. I think it's supposed to come out later in 2024, right? Uh, if the going back and forth between first person and third person just becomes jarring and annoying over time. Um, that's just my guess. I you know, haven't played this game at all or whatever. And they're showing like quick clips back and forth where you do see it go back and forth. When you're actually playing the game, what is the flow of it? That I don't know. Um, so those two were really interesting to see. Um, I'm going to watch those trailers again today as well, but that, that was a uh, very interesting. All right. So what did I play this week? Um, I played a good bit. Now last week, uh, I had mentioned that I had, I had finished up Detroit Become Human and I just raved about it. I mean, I just absolutely love that game. I'm still thinking about it. I, I joined the subreddit. I love it. Um, and then I was going to play some Monster Hunter World, which I which I did. By the way, last night I played three quests of Monster Hunter World on my PlayStation portal for the first time. Um, I won all three. Uh, and uh, yeah, played great. It I just got lost in it, and so it was cool. It was cool to play that upstairs. I was looking at playing the Dark Pictures Anthology games. These are the little smaller games from Supermassive Games. And I say smaller, but time-wise they're about just maybe a little bit more than half of what their usual games are. Um, but I, I get the sense there's four of these. Um, they come out almost like once a year. I hadn't played one, but I had played a little bit of the first one, Man of Medan. And so I decided I wanted to play through these games. And I was just going to have to suffer through Man of Medan because I, I I wasn't pulled in. I wasn't loving it when I um tried it the first time. So I did. I just sucked it up and tried to get through it. And um, I got past where I had gotten before. And this is a game that takes place in the beginning. Um, it's like World War II. And they're on a big ship. And then there's like some horror. If I spoil something, like, you weren't going to play it, right? Nothing really to spoil anyway. Um, there's some like ghost ship stuff going on. All of the soldiers are killed. Uh, they're all like frightened to death too. There's this whole like, like they're, they're dying frightened. But then we go to present day, and this is what I hadn't seen the first time. We go to present day, and we're on a yacht, and we're introduced to one, two, three, four, like five characters, and it's colorful, and it's pretty. So a lot of the the reason why I didn't like Man of Medan was the whole military aspect on a dark, dank ship, um, you know, very green overtones in it, and a lot of that went away because we're in present day, and it looks pretty. Um, and so the story really is that they're kind of investigating a wreck and then um, you know the the, peop- the the people on the ship they get uh, sort of shipnapped or <laughs> whatever ship- <laughs> boat jacked, I don't know what you want to call it by some uh, pirates or whatever. And they end up going to this wreckage and they end up going onto the boat and you actually see a lot of the things that you did in the first scene um, on the boat. I'll be honest, uh, this game had one of those tropes that I don't like in my games, which is you are in movies, I guess, frankly, all of the scary stuff that's happening. Like something scary happens and then like you snap back to reality and that didn't happen. And I don't like that in my games, at least not too much. If something happens, if they see a scary wolf, I want there to be a real wolf there. I don't I don't want to be like, oh, no, there was no wolf at all. Oh, this person just attacked me with a knife. No, there's nobody there. It just becomes like it's all fake and phony. I want it to be real. So this game had a lot of that, just a lot of, um, in the end, you're breathing in fumes and it makes you scared of something. I don't know. They didn't explain why these people didn't die, but the people on the ship did die. An entire ship of soldiers all died, but okay. These five yutzes didn't die. I finished it out, and by the end, I really hadn't really enjoyed it. I love supermassive games. I love The Quarry and Until Dawn. This game, it just didn't have a lot of, I don't know, choice or whatever. I also had one of the weirder issues with a narrative game. When I finished the game, all of my characters survived, <laughs> which was weird um, because all of your characters can die. Somehow in my first playthrough, um, mostly playing it a little bit bored. Um, there were some parts of the game I liked, but the ghost ship stuff just is not what I like. Um, I was able to save all of my people. They all survived. Um, usually I, I played the quarry. I love the quarry and about half my people died um, until dawn. A lot of people died. It's I don't know. It was weird. It was like, OK, they all survived. Um, I would have liked to have seen some of them die, actually, just to see what would happen. Um, but I also decided I didn't want to play the rest of the Dark Pictures games. Um I know the next one was gonna be very similar. Scary town, horror stuff. Um I want a real narrative. I, I'm just not into that. So um I, I don't know if some of the other ones were better. I'm sure some were, but um I, I'm I'm good. I, I'm good with it. So I, I took the other three off my backlog, really cleaned up my backlog. Um so that was that was kind of nice, right? I finished up Blasphemous 2. Um, much earlier this week. I don't think I talked about it last time, Uh, but absolutely love Blasphemous 2. Fantastic Metroidvania. Um, It's just, it's a well-done game. And today I started Prince of Persia. I'm going to have a really good beginning of the year with Metroidvanias. I expect that um, I'll finish Prince of Persia this month. And um, yeah, two really good metro i haven't i haven't finished prince of persia but you know i'm hearing really great things and it has started off well uh, i i feel like it absolutely is going to be a fantastic game um so yeah like eating well with metroidvanias um and if you're looking for a good metroidvania and haven't played blasphemous 2 definitely give that one a shot it's a really good really good Metroidvania, and you don't have to play the first game it's it's i didn't feel like they connected at all i think there was like two different stories there so So, yeah, Uh, The Last of Us 2 Remastered, as you're listening to this, is out. Um, It actually releases uh, a little over four hours from when I'm recording. I'm really excited about it. I don't think I'll start it tonight, but if I'm not feeling very tired, I might. Uh, I was going to see if my wife wanted to kind of watch me play the beginning of it, but she's going to be working tomorrow, so I guess that's not happening. But... Very excited playing The Last of Us 2 Remastered. I'm going to kind of play through the story and then take some breaks and play the um, the roguelike mode and and fiddle around with things. I'll probably play through it a little bit slowly and try to like find every collectible possible. I know I won't find them all uh, the first time through, but that's how I'm going to play it. I'm super excited to play this game, and um, I'm just excited it's finally here. And then after that, right now, and it always changes with me, after I finish The Last of Us Part Two, it'll probably take me the rest of the month. Uh, for February, I'm either going to play Elden Ring again; um, it's a game I've played through and and beaten on PlayStation, or I'm going to replay Final Fantasy VII Remake and do the DLC. There's an Integrate. I haven't decided yet. If I decide I want to play rebirth on day one and more and more, I'm starting to feel like I do want to play it on day one. Um, I really want to play the remake again. I really want to get the story in my head again. Um, and I, I just love that game so much. Uh, I just want to play it again. I just want to do it again and I'll, I'll do better. And uh, so, yeah, I'm willing to like play through that one. Um, but there's so much coming out in February. I know banishers is coming out in February and I'm really interested in that one and the, uh, the next like a dragon game, which I I'm sure I won't play day one. Um, but that's a game I'm still interested in. And, uh, maybe I replay the first one again. I don't know, but, um, yeah, so we'll see. I'm really excited to play some Meldon ring, but I'm also re- really excited to play final fantasy seven remake and then rebirth back to back. So we'll see where we end up, but yeah, quite a week it's all done a nice short week come back into the weekend uh feeling good i've got two really good games going at once prince of persia and um the last of us part two remastered so just very excited and there's so many games to play um so many good games february is going to be a stacked month um i tell you that much but yeah uh let me know what you thought about uh having a guest on the show uh, let me know what topics. I need some topics for next week, so let me know what you want to hear me talk about. But that's it for uh, for this Friday. PlayStation Daily is your daily podcast for everything Sony PlayStation. Email me topic ideas or feedback for the show at PlayStation Pod at gmail.com. We're on threads at psdailypod and Facebook at facebook.com slash dailypod. Hope you've enjoyed today's pod. We'll be back on Monday, but until next time.